<laughs> you are now listening to. You are now listening to. You are now listening to. Black women. Black women. No chaser. You are now listening to. No chaser. Black women. No chaser. Black women. No chaser. You are now listening to. Black women. No chaser. Okay. Say cheers. Cheers. No, say cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And we're back. Like, could crack. <laughs> Actually, no, crack isn't in anymore. So maybe not that. Maybe something else. Did crack ever go out? <laughs> Let's talk about that later. <laughs> because there in, are no new crackheads. In 2020, I mean, who knows? But welcome back, everybody, to Black Women No Chaser. My name is Gabby. And I'm Amber. And we're back again. Welcome to episode two. You made it. If you're just listening to this one and you miss episode one, stop here. Please. Go back and listen because you're not going to get shit. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. we're so funny, but it won't have all the context. Um, if you missed or if you're just catching up, we are diving right back into our 2020 end of the year review. <sighs> Again, mm-hmm. trigger warning. <laughs> 2020. So... Well, um, where we left off in episode two was actually in March, um, specifically um, the time of Breonna Taylor's murder. Uh, so giving space for education and always making it a teachable moment. Um, I think we should just go over the brief details for the people who might stumble upon this, who for some reason don't know about Brie. But it also makes me wonder how you got here. Please let us know. <laughs> send us an email. Uh, let us know how you found us because we need to send you some articles and some things to pay attention to. Um, but bringing it back to, again, it's, we're, this is Black Women No Chaser. So I want to preface it by saying that, yeah, we're going to laugh and kiki, but we're also going to discuss things that are fucking with us. Um, and this is definitely something that has been fucking with me for a long time. Um So, if you have been living under a rock um, during the time of 2020, we have seen a lot of Black trauma. uh, And whether it was Ahmaud or, you know, Floyd, whatever the situation was, Black people have been in mourning. Since 1619. 1619. And we just hit refresh every 90 days or so. (laughs) 60 to 90 days. What a life. Um, Okay, so let's talk about it. Um, Brianna Taylor was an aspiring nurse whose life was tragically cut short after the Louisville police officers broke into her apartment. Um, So, (sighs) broke into her apartment. So this is is the part. I'm going to say and stick with the language of broke into her apartment because they were coming in under the guise of a no-knock warrant. Um, a no-knock warrant is a warrant that you can serve where you literally can bust the fuck into someone's house and you don't have to have them um, served with the warrant directly to be able to enter the premises. Um, and so they broke into her apartment, shot her at least eight times, and killed her. The police claimed they were acting on a drug warrant for someone who they claimed lived there, but they had the wrong per- the wrong house and said person already in custody. Um, Their severe negligence cost this young queen her life. The case um, was investigated. And what is the status? Because from my understanding, a grand jury 
failed to press charges on the police officers involved, but the city of Louisville was found at fault in a civil suit. And so that's where the settlement for her family came from. Correct. Okay. So, uh, and I think that's important for us to discuss too, because I think a lot of times people think that a settlement means that like, now we can't talk about it anymore. And it's not that, it's just that that's what you got for the negligence on behalf of the state. Mm -hmm. However, there are still, you know, other ways of, you know, going about getting justice. Mm -hmm. We haven't necessarily seen them in action yet, but... um, yeah, I just think this is just a really fucked up constant theme of like, one, it took so much for people to like get in on it, right? Yeah. So like we're talking about, we said this is in March, like we're doing our year <clears throat> review. This is like March 2020. Folks did not start talking about Brie until about May. May. Legit May. And so that was months of her family grieving, dealing with this injustice, not having any kind of like rallying support or things like that while... The country is talking about other black men um, who were murdered during this time because, you know, that's kind of like how it goes with us a lot of times. Like until, you know, it's happening to a majority of black people, like black women don't get to lump themselves into a cause, mm-hmm. even though um, every organization that has ever been created on behalf of, you know, black people or their betterment is started and sustained most times by women. Mm-hmm. Um, in special, specifically movements, like the movement for black, you know, yeah, Black Lives Matter started by black women, you know, unfortunately, the Montgomery bus boycotts. And even before Rosa Parks, it was a teenage... Claudette Colvin. Come on, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Say their names. Like, there's a teenage pregnant woman who sat on that bus, you know what I mean? But because... We she get was into teenage this. and pregnant, and she was dark-skinned. There's <laughs> a lot it, of politics say it, at play. Say, it, say it. a lot of politics in play. Like, we don't fit the mold of the damsel in distress, and that's what a lot of people need from women to be able to see women in justice. Like, mm-hmm. specifically, we're seeing the same thing. And, and I'm getting ahead of, ahead of the story a little bit, but with Megan, like, I know that comes later in our 2020 special, but, you know, it's that same theme of, like, this is a tall broad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's not even a woman anymore. She's a tall broad. Yeah. Like, now she's, you know, this... Now this, she's tall and strong. Now she's tall and strong. A, a couple of days ago, you know, you couldn't you, you couldn't wait to bend her over and, you know, all mm-hmm. these kind of things. But now she's, like, this threat to you, you mm-hmm. know? And it's so crazy to me because, like, I'm 5'5". I'm 5'5", five five. Five five barefoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel sometimes, even in my 5'5"-ness five five to some people, specifically white people and mm-hmm. non-black people and even some black people I'm a big black woman to them and I come with like this the same fear of like the dude from uh um the long calm mile. down Jamal you don't have to punch your <laughs> like and that's what I'm saying like it's so crazy to me and it's like I wonder sometimes even when I looked at pictures of Brianna if she was smaller if mm-hmm. she was lighter, lighter, if all these things like would have made any difference, in- any difference, because like I'm putting that even on us as black people, like we were not there for Brie in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times if you unfortunately like with social justice and we know this, like if you don't strike when the issue is hot, people leave so much room for questioning because mm-hmm. I remember when I started talking about the story and like really promoting it, like not promoting it, but like trying to get people to like pay attention and like contact the police and send letters to the attorney general, bitch, um, all those different kind of things. You know, it you was, you can't trust a black man who gives a haircut at super cuts. You can't trust a black man without like 
the whole lineup with like the whole with the fucking Doug shape up. Like it was just a straight line. Like just so many Lord. Okay. So I was trying to get people to like get in on the cause. They were like, Well, why are you just saying something now? And I'm like, Well, I just learned. So I'm trying to tell you. And they were like, Well, you well, didn't know. Well, the news didn't say nothing. So when the fuck did the news you know what I mean? Start validating shit for black people because we have never seen ourselves on the news. Never. Um, cultural movements are never mainstream. That's not how any of it Until we burn some shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, until the, until the news has nothing but to cover that. Like, until it's like, ne- like, literally necessary. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's necessary from the beginning. Like, she, that was a valid story. That was something that we should have been, you know, rallying about from the beginning. So, then it's like, you know, March. But things like this we don't hear about until it's like way too late anyways, which is part of the problem. Because I feel like we learned about Ahmaud Arbery late too. Yeah, but I think also because they press charges late or something along something along those lines where the case was withheld or... You know, and I also wonder like what is like the public news outlets like jig on that? Like, do they not just, you know, feed it up to the high like, you know, because that's really where the news like starts. Like it's how people get to know about what's going on. Like it has to go from the lower branches to like go up. Mm-hmm. And like did it make it on the local news? Yeah. i I wonder. Like for the people that live in those areas, like Or the people that the lived coverage? in the apartment building. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause even in watching all those videos, like they're even they're they're there <clears throat> live as it's happening and they're narrating a completely false story, mm-hmm. like with their assumptions of what's going on. Like they were like, Oh, they shooting at the police. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Like that was not what was happening. Police were shooting at them. You know, yeah. and, so, and they were they may have returned fire. And 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 returned fire. Like, can we emphasis Big, big, big emphasis on the return. Return. Okay? Like, that's the big emphasis. Reverse back to you. (laughs) Literally. You know what I'm saying? Like, big emphasis on the return because if you come into my house and you have guns a-blazing and I don't know that you're the police and my man don't get up and start shooting you, I have a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, me and him got to fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like Cause you were not, you were neither a provider nor a protector. So. <laughs> like what? You weren't hunting or gathering. Like what are you doing? Like what, what is happening? Is it is it is it Uchi Wally or what, Mike? Like you got to pick. Like what are we doing? Like you got to do that. And so, like everybody's like, he shouldn't. He is his fault because he put her in danger from returning fire. Returning fire. They were already shooting. shooting. Okay, like they were already shooting. His bullets did not kill Brianna. They were going in the other direction. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and and again, like I try not to get so upset about it because this really, really, really bothered me. Because it's like black women can't do shit. We can't ride a bus. We can't ride a plane. We can't go to a vineyard. We can't um, dance at brunch. Can't dance. <laughs> We get policed so much. Stop. Stop it. I'm talking about real things. You are right. But is that not policing our bodies? And our fun and our joy and our ability to derive pleasure? I can't pleasure. wait to rip that shit apart. Wait, let's get through this shit. Come okay. on. All right. Come on. I can't wait. Come April, on. I feel like uh, April through like September, we're going to be able to fly through. Well, okay. Uh, maybe not. Let's see. Oh, All right. Boy. So April, cheap ass gas. Okay. Because nobody's driving because COVID. Okay. Weed prices also skyrocket, for those of you who care. (laughs) And that's a lot of you. (laughs) And Ellis Marcellus passed. (sighs) Okay. All right. May, 
George Floyd is murdered in public by Minneapolis police. In public on on in in legit public, like more public than public, like on camera. Mm-hmm. Like when, in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend in daytime in front of a liquor store. There's not more public place mm-hmm. than fucking mm-hmm. Boston Town Square during the fucking tea party. Mm-hmm. Okay, like there's not a more public spot in the world. Yeah. The the only more public spot is like homecoming to your heart. Homecoming, middle of the tailgate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like more public than that, but I still feel like some shit goes down there. Shout out to Hu. If you don't know already, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Bison all day. Betty Wright, Jerry Stiller, and Little Richard died. <sighs> and Memorial Day happened. Memorial Day happened. Can we talk about Betty Wright, though? And, like, the fact that her... She spit she spit some lyrics that literally no one is, like, paying attention to. But Tonight is the Night is, like, a sexual revolution. I didn't revolution. think that that was where you were going to go. It's a sexual revolution. It is. Like, it's a woman. We need it to is, have a Betty Wright appreciation episode. We do. Because it's, like, it's a woman talking to her mother about her sexuality. How many black women do that? I'm going to go with none, Alex. <laughs> like, literally. Like, that was, and that was an old song. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, she was light years. Light years. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Betty. R.I.P. Woman to woman. Ones. I'm not buying a man's clothes or putting money in his pocket, though. I'm going to. That wasn't my song. Skip that. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't your bop. That wasn't, that wasn't that's your not my, That's not my story. That's fair, not my fair, struggle. fair. All right. June. Mass rioting nationwide in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. You keep forgetting shit, though. You forgot the murder hornets, too. Oh God! Yeah, I knew. So I knew that there were some really crazy uh, geological things happening, but I just murder hornets. I just you know you got to pick up you got to pick you can't get all your ducks in a row. You need to pick up what you can and run across the street, okay? And that's what twenty twenty has felt like to your girl. (gasps) Murder hornets. That was real. That was a real thing. All right. What else? What else? In June? Yeah. That's literally all I had. Okay. July. All right. July. Tory Lanez shoots Megan the Stallion in the foot. Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion in the foot. I don't know who needs to hear that, but Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion. And count your fucking days. <laughs> count your fucking days, Tory. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm gonna be all the way 100 with y'all. When I first heard this story, I was like, "What's going on? Like, why yeah. are these? People- is this a fever dream? Yeah, like why are all these people together? Yeah. Like, why? The- why is this even friends? happening? Like, because why- didn't he start going live and that got him like people started joining Tory Lanez's live and then he became during like- Corona. Corona has made a lot of celebrities that would never have ever gotten attention because some people weren't desperate enough to like get on social media for attention. Like some celebrities we've just not seen and they have not checked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just don't know where Wesley Snipes is. We don't know. You know where, what I'm saying? Is, where's Ron Isley? Where where the fuck is, is Ron Isley, bruh? Like, we need to have a, we also need to dedicate an episode to black celebrities we need to bubble wrap. <laughs> okay, um, who else? 
like we haven't seen a lot of people. So again, like Corona made a lot of celebrities. Tory Lane is one of those celebrities that it made because honestly, people kept saying his name and everybody was like, You do know his songs, you do know his songs. And I was like, Do I? And then I Googled, and I do know some of his songs. But I don't know any of the Corona songs. So his celebrity, to me, stops at um, Don't. Don't he sing that? Don't. And I think that's Bryson Tiller. Oh, so I don't know any Tory Lane songs. <laughs> so what's a Tory Lane song? I'm going to fight Amber. Mm. Amber, get off your phone. You're not in the conversation, and right, you gotta take that out because she's not paying attention. <laughs> I am. Uh, Tori, you supposed to be reading the list and you texting. Well, no, I. Uh... <laughs> All right, go back. Okay, so Tori Lane shot Megan Thee Stallion. His in name the is leg. Daystar Peterson, and I just feel like that. If we had known that, if we knew his real name was Daystar, then we a lot of this could have been nipped in Can the you bud. Spell that. D a y s t a r. Oh, so just like it sounds. Mm-hmm. What is the language? What is what is the origin? He, girl, he, he West Indian. Oh, okay. Yeah, by that way of Canada. Sense. Okay. All right, so that's it. Mm, yeah. So he shot Meg. George Clinton, of Atomic Dog fame, becomes an honorary member of Omega Sci-Fi. ski I'm so happy for him, because they owe that man. They either they need to write owe. him a check or a membership. And we all knew what was going to happen. <laughs> okay. Who else? Who's more Q than George Clinton? Who's more QEQ than George Clinton? I feel like only the founders. I feel like that's it. I feel like I feel like George Clinton, if he could, would lift a girl up over his head if he could. Probably has, and it probably has in this time. I mean, would you date George Clinton now? If he hollered at you, in all seriousness, if George Clinton came and was like, Amber, I want you. I like you. You know what? You know, won't you? We can do this <laughs> the, the easy way. way or the hard, hard way. way. You know, I might go with it. Only because I know he's got some stories to tell. So you just want to spend grandfather time with him. You ain't trying to smash. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it could lead there. But like after <laughs> after story time, bro. What would story time and fashion to say to you to make you turn on? Like he would have to perform the scene from Good Burger for me. <laughs> the bar is in hell. I want you to know that. That shit was so fire. Say you were dancing the mental patients. She did the freak. It wasn't. Yo, that wasn't the fire scene ever. Whatever. Good Burger is a good ass movie. You know what? Good Burger is a good ass. I know movie. every word to it. <laughs> Is I that, need to. I haven't rewatched. I need to. We need. I need to rewatch it. That's the something to do. That's that's joy for twenty twenty. Just watch Good Burger. Next time you watch the news, watch Good Burger afterwards. All right. So skip the news. He became a Q. Shout out to him. Herman Cain sacrificed his life for white supremacy. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Because that happened this year. He made himself a Trump horcrux. (laughs) Oh, no. After all this time, always. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm not laughing. But can we talk about somebody walking into death, though? Like, somebody literally texting death and letting them, like, share their location. 
Like, like what the fuck? You okay? This is what I've always known. He texted Death and was like, "I'm around the corner. I'm outside, <laughs> five minutes away." Wid. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Okay, so I have lots of friends, and some of them happen to be white people. Okay, and growing up with a, a majority of those friends during my middle school era, where like jackass was hot, um, that's when I was really like steeped in my most white uh, affluence. I'll say, and what I learned during that time with my white friends was that I could not do the things that they could do. Like their neighbors could see them jumping off the roof, and it would be like, oh, the kids are just outside playing. But if they saw me in their neighborhood jumping off the roof, like. I was breaking in. I like I just learned like there was just shit I couldn't do. So I learned hold the camera. Never get in front of it. And that is excellent life advice. Okay. <laughs> so, Always remember. I really feel like Herman Cain should did not spend enough time with white people as a child to learn that like there is some shit you can do and some shit you can't do. Like I mean, Donald Trump, fair, open mouth breathing, raw dog in the air, like, in <laughs> conventions and shit. Like, he could do that because he has access to, like, top secret shit. Like, Herman Cain, you can't do that because all you have access to is pizza. Poor Money. grade school level pizza. And that was not going to be nutritious enough for you to be restored after the grown-up. Rectangular pizza slices with pepperoni chunks. Come on. It's not going to be good for your immune system. And so, again, like, you should have known your resources were limited. And so, you should have been like, Trump, I got you. This Rona shit is so fake. I know. I know. But my wife want me to wear this mask. You know what I mean? Like, he could have lied. Put it on her. Put it on the black woman. Lie on the black woman. You do it any other time, do it. Just do it again. Fuck. We sacrificed for this one. Like, wear your mask. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Like, you literally... You literally, you sacrificed yourself for white supremacy. Fuck mm-hmm. it. You said it. All mm-hmm. right. Move on. Naya Rivera passed. And lastly. So you going to make me that person? You're going to make me that, that villain? You're going to make me the death critic? You're going to make me well, really I got one, sit I got here. one more of this. You this really going to make me sit here and talk about how people died? I got one more. Okay. John Lewis passed. <sighs> That that is that is the I don't want to say the redeeming death of this, but that was the only honorable death in this. Honestly, okay. to me, okay, I, I hate to say it like that because like I I really just don't understand why you would go. I don't understand on a boat with a toddler. Who was going to hold the toddler while you drove the boat, even if you were trying to plan on being safe? For me, it was their boating at night. It it didn't seem safe. But who rented them the boat? Like, that's the other thing. Like, I really just need people to stop giving celebrities all these pass on, like, stuff that you would just not let regular people do. Uh, Like, if I showed up. It's money. Money is really, like, I hate to say it's a Rudolph Eagle because I want it. But, like, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's really crazy. Like, what it lets people pass and do. Like, where those people, like, so, like, star founded that they're, like, completely devoid of like all the safety flags and red flags that came up and it's not their fault i'm not saying it's anyone's fault but i'm just saying like i need people to like collectively care about children and stop assuming that every parent is a good parent 
and that everybody is making mm-hmm. good decisions because we already told you on the episode one we love a bad decision occasionally. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's human we nature. We don't love it. We don't love it, but we damn sure like are beholden it. to we it. Might, <laughs> we might like it. <laughs> it sure feel good sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, okay, like so, it's just like you know, I don't know. I hate to talk about it like that, but mental health is very real, you all. I really um want to take a pause and uh just share a resource for mental health for specifically Black women. Like, if you're not following therapy for Black girls, um, please do that. It is literally like a small dose of a session via Instagram or whatever way that you like subscribe to them. Um. And the, for those of you who are looking for the help of a professional or a licensed practitioner, they have a directory of black girl therapists that you can visit, um, especially if you would like to utilize resources or insurance. Um, and it goes by a state by state uh, directory. And now there's like so many like options, like especially for virtual and even beyond and like, telehealth. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you can, you don't have to leave, you don't have to go home. Like, shit, they make you mad, hang up. It's like, no, I don't recommend <laughs> doing that. But. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, it's the barriers that were there before aren't there as much. And so, like, we just need to take as much advantage of it as we can. And stop the stigma. If you find somebody, like, like, I would love to meet a man that's like, oh, I have to go see my therapist on Thursday. So we can't do this. And I would be like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, like but we will do this. But we will, like, we're going to go out. Like, right. you're, you mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you owe me now. <laughs> Um, reverse back to me <laughs> Reverse Listen Okay so And if you need to talk to somebody immediately You can always call 1-800-273-TALK Which is 1-800-273-8255 24-hour crisis center um, You can also text um, That same that same thing Text MHA uh, To 741741 In, in super duper emergency Dial 911 Because we need you And we love you um, next you are up. valuable. Everyone is valuable. All right. All right. That was July. All right. And we're heading into August. Eight out of 12. <sighs> this has been a fucking lot. <laughs> Kamala Harris is announced as Joe Biden's running mate. First black woman, first South Asian woman to run not only for president, but to be named as a running mate to be someone's vice president. Yeah. Um, Monumental. Super duper monumental. <sighs> but I'm going to say it. We deserve Stacey Abrams. Yeah, I was going to say number first choice. But we deserve Stacey Abrams as a president. And she's literally the cleanup woman. She is not what America <sighs> deserves, but what America needs. And, and, and it's She's so, a human Betty Wright song. She's a human Betty Wright song. She's literally the epitome of, like, black women's relationship to America since 1619, like. And she's holding it down for the girls with gaps. And I Holding say, it down for the girls with gaps. Holding it down for the natural hair girls. Holding it down for the BBWs. Holding it down for the black girls. I mean, that that's gang. Like, I'm a constituent. I... Uh, Holding it down for the black women who don't need no man. Holding it down for the black women who write. Holding it down for... Okay, so let me not say that because I know people are like, you don't need no man. I don't need no man, Isn't but I would married? like one. Is she married? I feel like... I don't think she's married. Is she married? We want to find out, child. Come on, Googles. She's an author. 
She yeah. writes adult novels. <laughs> Selena like, Montgomery. I fucks with it. Like, because I'm about to come out with a slew of hood novels. Like, I found my high school notebooks and the tea is there. I'm ready to spill it. <laughs> it's a little chilled. <laughs> it's a little chilled, but, you know, I can rewarm it. Okay. Okay. Change some names. To protect the innocent. To protect the innocent and the guilty. The innocent is me. <laughs> is she married? I'm not seeing where she's married. So she's not married. Like I said, like, Dang. I stand a single bad bitch. Like, okay? Relatable. I do. I do. Because a lot of times, like, specifically as black women, when you're single, you're automatically charged as, like, being, un- like, unwanted. And I just Feral. want y'all to know right now, like, let me make it clear for anyone that needs to know. All 200 plus pounds of me gets bitches, okay? And I get bitches regularly. <laughs> I get bitches I don't even want, right? <laughs> so, like, let me make it clear. Like, I think a lot of times people think that, like, and even men, I feel like sometimes approach me, like, like, oh, like, do you know you're pretty? Nigga, I know I'm beautiful. Like, you got me fucked up. Like, I don't need you to, to tell me, like, I know. Thanks. Someone once asked me to describe myself, and I was like... That bitch. (laughs) Period. My pronouns are goddess, that bitch, and her. Icon. (laughs) That's it. Icon. Icon. That's it. Okay? Like, your majesty. You can call me whatever you want, but just just know what it is. Like, and and I think a lot of times, like, specifically, a woman like Stacey Abrams, who could we even match her with? Oh, that's so true. Like, keep it all the way 100. No one is deserving. No one deserves her. No one on this planet. And I'm not even being like... I'd be like John Lewis. (laughs) What? (laughs) Come on. Okay? But there are age gaps. Oh, my gosh. And... Okay. So, like, honestly, like, that's the other thing. When you... Before you ever open your mouth again to attack a black woman and say that her singleness is like... Or, like, try to weaponize her singleness against her, Mm -hmm. think twice about that shit and think about everything that she brings to the table. And let me know if you... You know someone who is worthy of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you don't. And that is why she's single. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. And and, and a lot of times, like, I feel like men, like, are be like, you don't want to be, you want to be out here singing, you want to be for the streets. The streets are fucking fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if anyone needs clarity on that. Like, the streets are fun. Hence why the streets calls. The streets are consistent. They call me. That They're is so always true. there. That is true. That is true. Like, you know what I mean? The streets text back. Like, I don't know what like what you think. Maybe you need to be the streets. Maybe you need to be more like the streets. Because <laughs> who are you going to call? The streets. The streets. <laughs> when you piss me off, who you think I'm calling? The streets. Like, sir, like. La calle. <laughs> La calle. Like, come on. <laughs> like El Dorado. <laughs> Like, I, I just really, I think the streets catch a bad rap for 2020. The streets were a dirty place for 2020. I agree. I did call a few people for mm-hmm. the streets that were just out here, you know, raw dogging, no masking, just breathing air, just, just out here trusting You just out here breathing air with no condom? <laughs> like, no glove? Like, come on, what you doing? No. Um, what do I do, sir? So some some of those people are definitely like I get those streets are bad streets, but the streets that call us back after y'all act dumb, those streets are not. Those streets are cleaned. Go ahead. All right. Speaking of the streets, Brandy versus Monica. <laughs> the, the boy is mine. What were the fashions? 
that was the one thing that really made me the most upset. Like, Monica came to slay, but the lighting for it was not... Uh, I don't know. It was a lot. Brandy came, like... She came with, like, her most, like, docile outfit, I feel like. Her most, like, Earth Mother piece. I don't want Mama you guys to think. Mama Odie-esque. Like, I don't want y'all to think I'm a bitch, but I am a bitch because I'm holding the rights to this song, and that's why Monica won't sing along with me. But if I'm dressed like this, you guys will think I'm safe. Like, that's that's the vibe I got But dressed like a kindergarten teacher. You won't hate me. You won't hate me because I have been, you know, taking this black woman's money and hoarding it to myself. Um, can we also, like... If there was ever a trade... Like a race draft? A race draft. Uh-huh. And we needed to trade. I don't know if this is going to get me, like, put off the island. Okay. But I would trade Brandy. Oh, out for You going to really ask me that? Does it have to be a white woman? Um, no. It just has to be someone of a different race. Did you watch Chappelle's show? Yeah. But I thought they were trading, like, sex for sex. It wasn't, like, man for man. It wasn't gendered. I don't think so. Okay, whatever. Fuck it. Um, I'm like, who would we Dolly want? Parton. I like Dolly. I like the Dolly. range, the hits, the mm-hmm. service. Dolly Parton, they never killed nobody. No. <laughs> Move along. Move along. <laughs> My heart dropped. Move along. <laughs> Get away from me with this. Go. Jolene. Get Jolene, away from me. Jolene. Jolene. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I did read that that, that article that I'll be like that that Facebook post about all the people that Brandy It's it's a it's a conspiracy. <laughs> I don't know if we should be frightened. <laughs> I don't know if we should be speaking on this. Like, how many times have we said our Girl, name already? We, we need to, like, sprinkle salt all around the whole house or something. <laughs> how many times have we said her name? Good boy. Move along. Move along. <laughs> all right. In August, Lovecraft Country started. Oh, my God. The Art, Redeemer you're really of, of the- 2020. It. The Redeemer of 2020. Misha Green, I owe you a plate. I said, we need a Misha Green appreciation. Episode. We owe you a plate. Misha, you can eat dinner at my house any day, every day, even if I ain't cook. If I find out you coming over, I'm going to throw something together. Because you are a queen amongst kings, okay? You told a story that made absolutely no fucking sense. And made it plain. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, Mm -hmm. you made it plain. And it's so plain that I think it's real. Mm -hmm. I think Lovecraft Country came out in 2020 to prepare us for 2021 because we need to be looking for the book of names. Yeah. We need to be looking for the book of names. Okay. We need to also realize that we are running that. (laughs) We are also running multiple parallel timelines. Yes. 
Yes. So be kind to everyone because you might be talking to you from the future or the past. You could because I'm pretty sure that little boy was definitely taking Oh, definitely. Okay, but, okay that's, that's, that's enough. That's, yeah, that's enough. Okay. All right, but no, Lovecraft Country, if you have not watched it, it comes on HBO and is now available on HBO Max. HBO Pay Me. Fuck it. Um, and it is an amazing show. It is a cross between... It is science fiction and horror and, and black history. And the news. Because literally, it just felt like so many things that were like happening just like explained racism to me today. To the point where like I just really feel like it was logic. Like mm-hmm. it only makes sense. And I said that before. I said like white supremacy is literally magical to me in the way that it has been sustained because it's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. But it has done so much damage, and we can't see it. We can't. It's nothing tangible. You know what I mean? It's literally like magic. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so what I, I really it's the love, darkest form of magic. The darkest. But I really love Lovecraft for giving us that um, that opportunity to explore that and just like give us another safe space of like a rash another way to rationale the shit that's happening because like even like the like the the depth of like just like black women constantly saving the day like the first episode i was like okay cool they let us have one all right the rest of it will be about tick and then it just kept getting better Mm -hmm. and i was like is this real like am i really watching this i can't believe there's some there is entertainment that is so thoughtful i could it and blows so my comprehensive mind. of it blows my mind like still to this day in mm-hmm. every episode it was just like wait it's still not bad like you know yeah I mean? yeah like, it's yeah, still yeah. not bad and it unpacks the ruby episode i could have kind of <clears throat> oh my gosh but you know. okay ruby okay Let's not give okay, you know. Let's what? not give the children yeah. too many details because we want them to watch and be just as mystified and loved as you know, and and love crafting as we are. Um, but definitely check that they out. They deserve an episode. Yeah, so that'll come. You guys, you, you you yeah, the Lovecraft episode. Like we need to get Misha and Journey. Misha mm-hmm. Journey, you are welcome to oh, Black Woman No Chaser. Well, I'll take anyone from the staff. Oh, we'll take anybody. Yeah, we'll take the craft services. Fuck big facts. Come on, wardrobe. Actually, I, I would hella Actually, talk to wardrobe. Really yeah. to wardrobe. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> Please. Because Do I you need... have anything left over? Are there any... Is there socks? I am a ruby in like everything. Uh, size uh, ruby in Come everything. on. Come on. Give me all the ruby. Ruby was... If she was yeah. anything, she was fly. Okay. She was set. She was set. Okay. All right. What else? Chadwick Boseman. T'Challa. Fuck. So Mar- much Black. joy. And then you like literally just come like... Well, that is the 2020 way, right? Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> you oh, just what is that? Happiness? All that shit. Just like you just <laughs> sucked it all out. You stole my soul. You stole my soul. You stole my soul. I can't even talk right. But is that not, oh, you're experiencing some joy? <laughs> and it's gone. Fleeting. <laughs> Chadwick Bozeman passing away felt like my brother, who was my mama's oldest son, but he went to go live with his daddy when he was a teenager to be Because he was starting acting up. To become Mm -hmm. a man. And so he only came around sometimes because he had a girlfriend in the town he lived in, so that's why he didn't come over on the weekends. But he still, like, you know, fixed my bike for me when he came over and made the best peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like, that's what it felt like. gave me advice about boys. And I don't even know that man. I mm-hmm. never saw that man a day in my life. And I really, like, wept. It was a gut punch. 
Like, it was wild. Mm -hmm. And then to know <clears throat> that he knew that whole time Man. and still delivered film after film after film. And all you nakers that had shit to talk about him playing every character in black history, now what you got to say? I bet you wish he was here to play Michael Because Jackson. I want to see my Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh my gosh, yes. That's our Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, no, but like, I, I want to see him, I wanted to see Chadwick do everything. Mm -hmm. Like, now I wonder who's going to play him because we're girl. I really didn't. I, I, okay, so let's talk about that. People can move on to that so quickly. And I'm like, can he die? Like, can he, can his, his soul is still going to heaven and y'all talking about who's going to play Black Panther. Like, so did y'all know that this was a real person mm -hmm. or did y'all just think that this is like Infinity War? Like, somebody's going to snap might, him back. They might. Though. People, reality is warped in some folks, especially in 2020. Mm -hmm. 2020, girl. <laughs> All right, next. September, we had Gladys versus Patty. An important versus for the culture. I didn't watch that one. I watched part of it. They was running hella late, and I, I fell asleep. That's the other thing. I'm, I'm washed. So if you don't have my attention by nine p.m., I've never been more washed this winter. This is the darkest winter I've ever. I'm released. ready to sleep I'd at five thirty. Five forty three. I was like, oh girl, I need to turn it in. <laughs> like, I'm bathed. I'm about, to, I'm about to rub my feet together Listen. and rub myself to sleep. Like, <laughs> it's the rubbing the feet together yeah. for me. Like under the comforter. I'm bathed, looking for my evening program. I didn't okay. put on I didn't put on my evening lip mask and my face moisturizer. It's looking for my evening program. Not even my show. My evening program. That's about how to cut washed. on green leaf. That's how washed I am. I want to watch some my shit program. if I fall asleep. I already seen it, so if I fall asleep from that mad. Mm -hmm. Like that's where I'm at with it in the evenings. Like the, yeah, so I all right. Patty and Gladys. I'm sorry I missed it. Um, Patty probably won. So a lot of people are saying it's a tie. The people... Oh, okay, so here's how I felt going in, all right? I When it comes to versus battles, I know I have a favorite. My favorite may not win. In those two, my favorite is Queen Gladys. I think Patty has better material, but I prefer Gladys as an artist. As a person or an artist? Who probably wants both. to be your grandmother? Gladys. You know she's a Mormon. Wait, Google. So that's why I want you to. I want you to consider all the facts. <laughs> I want you to consider all of them. Her son, I believe, is a more was a Mormon first, and then he brought her in like for a choir program. Did you know there's a Real Housewives in Salt Lake City? And one of them is married to her grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. The black one. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead. So is she married? Is she a Mormon? She's in the Church of Latter Day Saints. Told you. Boom. I know my random facts. Wow. So you still want that to be your grandmother? Here's the thing. <clears throat> when we look at Gladys versus Patty, we have a classic example of the sassy versus sweet. <laughs> and if we're gonna pick grandmas, I want the sweet one over the sassy one. I want the sassy one. The sweet ones don't always know how to cook. It's the sassy ones with the attitude. The sweet one can bake. Mm, okay. Sure. The sweet ones can definitely bake. They can usually cook, but they can definitely bake. All right. Whatever. All right. Next. Well, I mean, who pound cake you fucking with? Patty's. Gladys looks like she would use, I can't believe it's not butter. 
Gladys specifically or just like sweet black ladies? Gladys specifically. And it might have to do with the fact that she's in the Church of Latter-day Saints that I said that. Just... <laughs> All right. So moving on in September. RBG passes. Every time there's something slightly of joy, you steal it away. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is should be canonized. She's Jewish. I'm not I'm not Catholic. I just I make everybody <laughs> saints. Okay. I'm just saying, like, she's the patron saint of judicial bad bitchness. Uh-huh. And this, in the most respectful way, when I'm saying it like, and being a non-contemptible white woman, in non-contemptible ways. white woman, non-problematic white woman, um, fashionable, fly mm-hmm. as fuck all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, who makes Supreme Court justice robes look good? Who who else could do that? Who can make it look like fucking Chanel? Like Coco Chanel designed it herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how how sway how. And she fought the good fight, y'all. She, this is September. And you forgot, you forgot a big one. What's a, what's a big one? We forgot it from episode one. January, that, that, that troll got impeached. Oh, yeah. So she made it through an impeachment all the way to the... <sighs> we did her proud, though. Yeah. We made her proud. Like, if she would have died in vain, Lord... And then now Honestly, we have, if Stacey can't be president, she needs to be on the Supreme Court. Hell yeah. Better than, um, what's her face? Amy, Amy. Amy, no comment, Barrett. How you get through a whole, I wish I could, that's how you know white privilege is real. That white woman got through that whole interview and answered, not a question. Not a one. She said, I don't know. I'm not sure. Is racism a problem? I'm I'm not absolutely sure. That, but you know what? No answer is the right answer. That's the one, two, three, four, fifth. I plead the fifth. What? Mm-hmm. I was like, is this a Dave? Is this the episode for Dave Chappelle where he was like, I don't know, was his was his that, when Tron was on trial? Yes. Like what? Okay. All okay. right. RBG, we will always say your name. You are invited to... No, we're not inviting anybody else to the cookout ever again. I'm sorry to say that, but we will bring you a plate. Yeah, okay. I got a burnt hot dog for you. We're not inviting... So, black people, we're putting you on stand notice now. No one else is invited to the cookout. We are only we full. bringing plates. And it's not what people want. It's what was available left over. So, that is going so to be... So, there's no ribs and there's no, no fish. No chicken. And that's... Fuck. I, I wasn't even going to say fish. There's I definitely mean, no you ribs. you can go ahead and drop that out your mind. There's yes, no whiting. There's that, no catfish. There's no lake trout. Nothing that was there's fresh no and hot. You're going to get the second, the second or third round draft pick potato salad. You're going to get... Some, you might get a green bean. You might get corn on the cob. You might. And we'll try and get you a burnt hot dog. We'll get you a hot dog. We're gonna get you a hot dog. We're gonna get you a hot dog. We're not gonna we're not savages. We're gonna give you some meat on the plate. But it's just you're just not coming and making your plates first after we pray. That's just not mm-hmm. that's not happening Mm-mm. anymore. No. Go ahead. All right, October. Um Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed as a new Supreme Court justice. Name a time, Amber, right now where a black woman has been able to be so lackluster and successful at the same time. 
I'm trying to think because I know there are some like Flavor of Love cast. Nah, because those bitches was acting, okay? <laughs> they acted they ass off to they kiss him in the mouth. In the mouth. <laughs> My best friend literally said To kiss him in the mouth. She said, I feel like when you kiss Flavor Flav, it just ain't nothing but okra slime. And that made so much sense to me. <laughs> It's probably like cold okra slime too. Like I don't mm-hmm. feel like like fried I feel like he don't have enough body weight to make his like mouth warm, like to hold a regular body temperature. I feel like he's like he severely st- underweight. I feel like he stays at like a good Luke seventy nine. Yeah, I was gonna say seventy six. <laughs> like seventy nine, seventy six. So you're damn near kissing the corpse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he got what? like a boneless fro. He has a, a boneless fro, but also. It's weird because it's like I, we watched that show, and I remember during that show, like not registering that they were kissing Flavor Flav in the mouth. Like I remember actually like being hurt for New York, like actually like being like, "Wow, like he did this to my bitch twice." Like, you know and I mean? she kissed that man in the mouth. She, she had sex with him. It's <laughs> like where she was proud to tell people on camera, so like people weren't just gonna like think about it and like just maybe like allude to it later. Like she made it like a thing. Like, she made it known that they were active together. Like, mm-hmm. she let you know, this is mine. Tiffany, and you know what? If anybody is owed anything, Tiffany Poehler is, is owed VH1. everything. She made VH1 what it is. Today. She made reality television what it is because she actually came on and thought she was coming for the flavor of love. She thought that they were actually going to be together. And that scares me. Mm-hmm. Because she wanted him. She wanted that. But she got so much more. So much more. We're Shout talking her. about her 15 years later. And and, and, and she's, she's a little a bit icon. more than black famous. Because yeah. the rest, like Bucky You think I give a fuck because I doubt. <laughs> Bucky and Delicious are definitely black famous. Tiffany Pollard has a little bit more like. She gets like a whole, she had a whole museum dedicated to her in like New York. Like she is New York. A queen. She is New York. How you take over the whole like how you get named New York? Like it's rappers that don't even get to do that. Mm. Trust black women. All right, next up. November. Yes. We almost there. Yesterday. Gang gang. <laughs> Woo. Election. The last day of Mercury being in Boosie Fade, Microbraid, Gatorade, Haterade. <laughs> I, Finger wave <laughs> was election day, and boy was that a shit show. Okay, so let me tell you: is the election over? Well, I don't think the electoral college has met yet, right? Is it over, girl? Is are they president? Like I'm confused. I mean, I think he's considered president elect, or he has secured enough votes to be considered president elect. But we have to, we got to make it to the long. We have to make the green mile that is inauguration. Okay, so in the election, let me tell you guys. Democrats, I hope you're listening. Tap, tap, tap in. Um, Stop fucking texting me so much because y'all almost made me go vote. They stopped texting me. Y'all almost made me go vote for Trump. Like, like literally, I was like, this is a lot. Like, this is is a lot and you guys are doing the fucking most and I need you to stop calling me. I got a text message that literally said, Amber... Don't you want to align yourself with Cindy McCain and other Republicans and vote for for Biden? And I was like, is this where we are? That's where we is are. Is that where we are? It was that desperate. And it was like, if y'all was would like, do the fucking work beforehand, you would not have to do these shit show, like, 
fantastical fucking Olympics to to get people excited to vote two days before. I was going to vote, and the, and the thing is, like, I, I had already voted. I, I voted, voted the day of. I early voted, and they were still calling me, and I was like, already already voted, already Girl, voted, already they voted. They ended up having a big ass coronavirus outbreak at our like early voting center. Because oh, we had like one in the city, like one or like we had like three or so in the city, but hmm. they moved, they moved like the office of like elections and voting building, and that's clever. Hmm. They don't do that often. Hmm. <laughs> All right, voter because voter supremacy isn't a thing. It's just something we learn about in the textbooks. Um, sure, but no, like honestly, like this election just taught me that. Um. We have a lot of work to do as a people overall because, like, while she wasn't my first choice, mm-hmm. she was my fucking choice. Mm-hmm. Dead. Period. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, and, and the fact that, like, it took people so long to, like, come to grips with that. Like, somebody you saw, somebody literally wrote about my presidential candidate, Bernie Sanders, on my Facebook post This ain't that. Ago. This ain't that. <laughs> this ain't that. Three you need days to straighten ago. up and fly right. This ain't that. <laughs> Three fucking days ago. He is not a candidate anymore, friends. Like he maybe maybe next go around, but so, this ain't that. Next go stop, Amber. This. Stop that shit right here. Stop that shit. Next go round. I mean, he'll be like nine hundred years old. However, y'all. Yeah. No. I there needs to be a fucking no cap. There needs to be a cap. Like you cannot have watched original Walt Disney cartoons and Steamboat still Willie. and fuck you know what I mean like the original racist ones you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like with the Jim with Crows with the fucking Piccaninny <laughs> and Fantasia like you cannot have been excited as a child to watch those and still like you know what I mean like be able to like really grasp all the letters of the LGBTQ spectrum like and really like understand like I I hate to say that, but you have so much bias, like not even racial bias. You have time bias, like the things you've seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it is just a time bias. You breathed clean air. You breathe a hundred percent pure oxygen on Earth. Like no, like you don't. You don't know my struggle. You don't. The Earth being a dirty has been a problem my entire life. Like there has always been a need for Earth Day my entire life. Okay, ducks have been getting choked out by fucking plastic can tops like my entire life. And you knew oil spills. You swim in a lake. I've never swam in a fresh body of water in my life. Like, honestly, honestly, ocean. I go to the beach, but Mm -hmm. I still don't trust like. Okay, in Miami, I did. But now I'm not because all y'all be swimming in that water in Miami. So that was Miami in the 90s. Like, like that was different. But I'm saying, like, I don't trust water anymore because mm. I don't, like, it's like every time I, like, even living in Maryland, like, we go to the beach and then, like, two days later you come out, there's a flesh-eating disease. Like, always. The waters the are too warm because mean? the earth is cooking itself. What does that mean? Flesh-eating disease? What? 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 Like, again, so I am that weirdo that's like, I just need chlorine in my water to swim. I get that. I, 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 no judges, honestly. No judges. You can judge me. Y'all can judge me. That's fine. No I'm just judges. scared. I don't, like, flesh-eating bacteria is, like, top three 
my like top fears of like ways to die. Fire, choking, flesh eating disease. Hmm. <laughs> and on that note, we'll take a break to hear a word for one of our sponsors. <laughs> Today's Black Woman Business Spotlight is Pinned Up, Buttons for Your Emotions. Pinned Up is the physical manifestation of the creator, Jury, taking a chance on her. As an educator, she's always been a cheerleader and champion for others and learning to be the loudest one in the stands of her own life. We walk around with a lot of pent up emotions. At Pinned Up, we let the accessories speak for us. As an educator, writer, and designer, she's always loved accessories and always had a lot to say. Pinned Up allows her to put both those passions together. Pinned Up aims to create products that allow you to wear your emotions on your chest or lapel or bag or wherever you desire. So go ahead and visit pinnedupemotions.com and use code NOCHASER for a good little discount because, you know, Black women always stay blessing. All right, so we're back, and I don't have flesh-eating disease. What's next? All right, so we're in November. All right. Georgia turned blue. I put that on the year because that is just, whew. Again, it's a testament to Stacey Abrams. Like, what? Like, we owe her the world. And honestly, who would have ever thunk it? Mobilizing almost a million new voters, new registrants? Like, how, Sway? In times where voter Georgia, where voter suppression in Georgia is so real, people wait hours in line to vote. They make a day of it. A day. And she flooded the gates with 800,000 new people. That's a... Now that's a bad bitch. To quote a bad bitch. <laughs> you on a bad bitch? That's a bad bitch. Honestly, like, that's, that's amazing. That's... Ooh, all right, go Georgia. Go Georgia. Shout out to Georgia. Shout out to Pennsylvania. Shout out to Arizona. Arizona. And Nevada. And you know what's so funny? Not you, Florida. Fuck you, Florida. Florida, fuck you so much. And honestly, I. We should just let the Spaniards have it. Like, we should just let them have it and keep it. It looks like a dick, it acts like a dick. Just. Just cut it off. Like, just fucking cut it off. Because it just doesn't... It does not act right. It is like... Florida is literally America's... The equivalent of America's, like, 98-year-old penis. And it couldn't get Cialis because it has a heart condition that's too severe for it to take the pill. So it's like... It had all the potential in the fucking world. And then it's like... It just shoots itself in its own foot. I'm sorry. And and Florida has good things, I'm sure. Harry Potter World. Harry Potter World, definitely, absolutely. <clears throat> um, I think that's it. I think I think we can stop there. I mean, Miami is Miami even nice anymore? I was gonna be like Cuban food in Miami is always is that even real anymore? I mean, post like 2013, I couldn't tell you so. And I don't know, I don't see myself going to Florida for the foreseeable future. So we can put a pin in that and revisit Florida it. Florida has literally just been like doing numbers for centuries. 
It's been wildin' since wildin'. Been wildin'. Since, and you know, honestly, Texas gets a bad rap for being wild, for wild shit. But they ain't Florida. But they are not Florida. Texas is another country. <laughs> but Florida is very much like, oh, we're America. Super Texas America. is like, I don't know. We Florida is America Texas. in every stereotype. And it's unfortunate that that's where like most people go to visit because it's always international motherfuckers pressed to come to Disney World. Yeah. But it's just like, that is what people see. They see like gaudy gift shops. Buffet-style restaurants. When you see that, like, that meme that's, like, what America... What people think Americans eat for breakfast, and it's, like, 97 pieces of Florida... Like, 97 pieces of bacon and a gun on the table. That's Florida. That's Florida. Yeah. Florida man. Florida man. Lord. Okay. What else? November, we have Thanksgiving, which looks very different for so many people. um, Because of COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah, my family, we ate outside um, in the cold. (laughs) It wasn't too bad. Like when we first got the, the idea, was good here. yeah, the weather wasn't as bad. Like we, but again, <clears throat> we're black, so it's like you plan to eat at three and you eat at like six, six forty-five. You know what I'm saying? Because nothing is actually done. Nothing is done, but people have been cooking for two days, so it's just like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> It was different. It was cool. I was happy to, like, it definitely gave it a new meaning. Um, it Ours was a very stripped down Thanksgiving, but I'm also kind of like, I appreciate that we didn't do too much because we do too much. Yes. Also, Thanksgiving took on a weird uh, kind of dark darkness this year only because I feel like with the COVID and then it was like a really good opportunity for people to like learn about like the real Thanksgiving and like the fact that like it was like a murderous scene. Yeah like we really should not be celebrating And that. no Native Americans were actually invited to eat. They were actually yeah so again you know what I mean it's just 2020 has given us a lot more time to think about mm-hmm. things that we necessarily wouldn't mm-hmm. so that willing ignorance that we used to have is mm-hmm. no longer available because you have all the time in the world to google shit so you should know that that shit is not cool yeah like you don't get to pass anymore so like while I'm okay with saying like I celebrate Thanksgiving my shit has nothing to do with pilgrims and everything to do with my grandmama's sweet potatoes that's it. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the fact that the black women in my family, the elder black women in my family cook without complaining for one time. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's what that day represents to yeah. me. Like where they cook all the things that I want them to cook and they don't like beat me over the head with, you going to miss me when I'm gone the whole time that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. November. That's it for November. And now we're in Alex December. Alex Trebek passed. Sorry, you knew that you knew you knew you you were feeling too good, so I had to come in with that whack how and <clears throat> so Sorry. my mom my mom calls me I don't even want to talk about it because it just makes me so sad. My dream was to be on was to be on Jeopardy, guys. I love and Jeopardy. I feel horrible that I've never auditioned. I do too, and now I don't want to because I'm also wondering like. Who would be a suitable replacement? They said LeVar Burton, and that makes absolute sense. I love that. I don't know anybody else who's as smart as Alex Trebek as LeVar Burton, who I and think you know knows what's wild facts. is that I don't even know if... Alex Trebek was a smart man. I do believe he was a philosophy major in college because I feel like he said on an interview that philosophy was the only study 
that had classes early enough that would allow him to work. Wow. He worked his way through college. Wow. Okay. Wow. R.I.P. Alex. I, I, I'll never forget the day. R.I.P. to like one of my favorite white men because I have a few. Somebody recently asked me to do this um, to list off my favorite men who happen to be white, and I really, I really fucking struggled with it. Besides, like personal friends, mm-hmm. like people that I know, like publicly, I struggled. Like my list consisted of Anderson Cooper, Tom Hanks. I was gonna say Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is definitely on my list. Robert De Niro. Um, and for some really weird reason, David Bowie. Okay, <laughs> I don't two know why. Two of but the I feel like I one man is one man you've named is queer, and two were married to black women. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fuck it. Okay. Throw in, and then you have Alex Trebek. Throw in... And then... Well, you have Tom Hanks. I Before this year, I probably would have added Drew Brees to the list because I didn't know how problematic he was. And then I was just like, oh, okay, well, there's that. Yeah, no, that's my list. You know what? I might add Bill Nye. Oh, fucking right. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Yes, Bill Nye, definitely. Um, And Bob Bell from Bob's Bell Furniture. I see his commercial a lot. And parts of me distrust him. I don't know. Okay, if you're from the DMV, you know who Bob <laughs> Bell is. Cartoon white man that comes on the commercials. And I trust him. I don't know what it is. I, maybe it's the free cookies inside the store. I don't know. Okay. But, and, and that's problematic to me. Like, I would say Emerald, right? I would say... Legacy? Yeah. Okay. And I realize it's just white men that feed me. We need to unpack that. I need to unpack it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really, like, <laughs> that's an issue. Because <laughs> I could be taken. Is Emerald, like, white-white? Because, um, I mean, he's from New Orleans, so, you know, everybody's a little off I keep asking different white people are they how they feel about their whiteness. Like, I keep asking, like, Jewish people, like, are you white-black or are you, like... Diet Negro? Yeah, like, I wonder, because I want them to tell me. I don't want to tell them what I think. I want mm-hmm. them to tell me. So, like, however Emerald identifies... He's. If I've never heard you say the nigga and the where I've never heard you say nigga, I'm gonna assume you're white. Okay. Or like you want to be white presenting. Okay. Because I feel like nigga is literally like the like the most license that we have as black people for like an un- unfiltered joy mm-hmm. to use it. It's so applicable. I know we went back and forth about whether or not we were going to say nigga on the show, but we decided that. I don't that. think we went back and forth on that. <laughs> we did, okay. We, we did Amber, not. I was lying so that people thought we would think about it, okay? Like, Jesus, let them think we're good people, okay? Well, no, we're good people. We just, <laughs> just honest. We got to get our issue off. <laughs> and our issue is the <laughs> Because honestly. We would, we would rather use that than to cuss on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that was that's what I was going to say. We decided, we were like, okay, are we going to cuss? Like, we knew it. Like, we were going to try not to cuss as much as we usually cuss, but, like, nigga was just never never gonna be no, off the table, the table. like I love every variation I love Naker I love Nignogs I love every time like and honestly something else that's funny like to me a lot of times people like I know like we specifically for my terms of endearment I use it specifically just to black people but if you piss me off and you're doing something niggardly 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there are white niggas. I feel like there's all types. Because, like, my grandmother one time, I'll never forget, I was in the fucking second grade, and we were in the back of her. Like, she had a cougar. Remember them cougars? Oh, wow. The car, yes, bitch. A car named a cougar. It was brown. Brown leather on the inside. It had metal. That is such a that is such a slice of it. Like, I can, I can picture it. <laughs> and it had metal. I'll never forget. It had them hot-ass seat belts that were made out of metal. So, in the summertime, like, you would, my grandmother. You could brand yourself you with the seat belt buckle and... Yeah, and it had like a big brown, like a brown square. It looked like a, a belt brown, buckle. Yes, it looked like a fucking belt. Like mm-hmm. you were putting on a like someone's belt across your body. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother, we were in the car and some man cut her off and she called him a cracker nigger. And I literally, I got out of my skin because I just did not understand. Like I said, I, I looked understand. at her and I said, Granny. What is a cracker nigger? Like, I said it just like that. And she was like, she looked me dead in my face, driving. Mind you, she's driving. She never stopped driving this whole time. She looks me, long pause, looks me in my eyes. She says, white people are niggers too. She was like, sometimes they're bigger niggers than we are. And that's the joke. And I'll never forget that because then literally... You look at the definition of the word niggardly, it's just an ignorant ass person. Mm-hmm. And white supremacy is hella ignorant. So honestly, they are the niggas. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Because I discovered and watched it several times this year. The Wild and Wonderful Whites oh, of West Virginia. That, yeah. That, that is some nigga shit. Some <laughs> There's like bad tattoos, drug <laughs> deals, CPS watched. is called. Taco Bell, like... If you have never watched The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia... It is on Amazon Prime. Do yourself and everyone around you in your home. Gather the children. (laughs) Gather everyone. Everyone deserves it. Just like everyone deserves Tiger King. Everyone deserves it. Okay. Justice for Joe. We said it earlier. Justice Mm -hmm. for Joe. I don't... What did he do different than Carol is doing? Carol killed a man. Carol killed a man and fed him to fucking tigers. Carol's actually worse. But Sis's deflection game is, is strong. Top. A1. It's it's at peak white woman. Yeah. Like <laughs> her deflection game does its kegels every night. Okay? Her deflection game is on Susan B. Anthony. All right. Mm-hmm. Like it is it is fucking up there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like she's running. She's a like, la- like she's running. She's a like, slave we're talking camp. about stuff which just right now, Sojourner. We're not talking about niggas. You mm-hmm. guys are slaves. That is not our issue. Mm-hmm. We're trying to vote. Okay. Like, thanks for coming, but we don't really need We you don't here. really need you here. Like she got all that man tigers. She took all his cats. She took how, son? Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all something. And I never tell people this. I this is like one of my favorite things. Like no, I'm not gonna tell y'all. I'll wait. I'll wait for another episode. It's mm-hmm. a let's I'm gonna keep y'all coming back for that one. Just yeah. remember Dick Gregory told me something I wanna tell y'all. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, go ahead. Cause oh, you know what? Fuck it. Cause we're, we're gonna forget. I mean, I'm gonna just tell you. I had the privilege of having um sitting at a cookout actually with Dick Gregory. <laughs> we're sitting at a cookout, we're sitting at the table, and he's talking to me. It's the day before I started Howard. Literally, the day before we started Howard freshman year. And he's like, okay, baby girl, what you doing? Like, what's what you about to do? I was like, well, I actually start school tomorrow. He was like, well, what are you doing here? And I was like, you know, Miss Hughes calls him coming. Like, you know, he was like, okay. He was like, what school are you going to? And I was like, I'm going to Howard. He was like, yes, the best, you know, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all of that. Great. Things that we all know. Things we all know, right? I don't need to repeat. And so... 
He's like, so do you know your roommate? You know what dorm you're going to be living in? You're going to live in the quad? Because everyone knows about Howard. Mm-hmm. He knows the quad. Everybody knows the quad. So. Shout out to the booty wall. Two, 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 five. I'm an annex girl. I don't oh. know about that life. Um, so I told him I'm moving into the annex. And he's like, you know your roommate? And I was like, yeah, actually, <clears throat> she is a friend of mine that I met at a leadership conference in high school. During high school. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, that's good. Black women leaders sticking together. And I was like, actually, she's white. And he was like, what? What? He was like, a white girl going to Howard? He said, you going to Howard University or community college? (laughs) So I said, no. The university on Georgia Avenue. He was about to dial that back on. Listen, he, he was like, oh, I was about to give you another speech. So then he goes... Got to shift gears. It's a white girl going to Howard. I was like, Mr. Gregory, white people go to Howard all the time. I was like, my mom, one of my mom's good friends from Howard is a white man. You know what I mean? I was like, that was Howard with her. And she was like, he was like, okay. He was like, but a white woman is going to Howard. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, well, I want to tell you something. And something that you need to learn to. And he was like, and, and this is the thing he said to me. And in that moment, I was not old enough or wise enough to understand the context of what he was telling me, mm-hmm. right? Like, I took it as a joke, as like a dig, as like a racial slur in the mm-hmm. moment. And I'm sorry if I accepted it for for the folks, right, that I love. Um, but now I realize that he was actually giving me the game. And he told me to be careful with her as a roommate. And I just kept saying, why? Like, it's my friend. Like, I don't, she's not going to do nothing to me. Like, we've known each other. Like, blah, blah, blah. The naivete, right? He could smell it on me. And he goes, I just want you to know. He was like, remember this. Remember this. There are three things in this world that will do absolutely anything to survive. A roach, a rat, and a white woman. And honestly, like, a roach, a rat, and a white woman. Like, yeah, no, I'm not comparing them to a rat or a roach or anything like that. But just, like, the the animalistic skill of survivor. Of and survivor. self-preservation. And self-preservation. And honestly, like, if anything 2020 has taught us, it's we need to all invoke our inner Karens and survive. We need to can be... Can I speak to your manager? Can I speak to your manager? Where the fuck is the rest of the toilet paper? This is absurd. <laughs> Like that is that I said I wanted lemons. I said I said I wanted lemons and I wanted fresh ginger. I have to make an apocalyptic tea to save my my immune system and you don't have it. And this is unacceptable. I wanted Meyer lemons. What are you doing? I just got some Meyer lemons. <laughs> so I I mean honestly like that that taught me such a lesson when he said that. And even going further like even through Howard, out of Howard, into the workforce, like working for like the like literal opinion, the clan, the 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 pink clan, um, like it kept me it kept me in the game because it kind of kept me like on that level of understanding like I am still in an animal environment and survivorhood, no matter what that looks like, is the goal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like even. Like I feel like survival as resistance. Survival as resistance because my existence is necessary. Mm-hmm. And 
I think we've seen a lot of black women claiming that in 2020. Mm-hmm. We've seen and us shouting like, it from the rooftop and getting fucking tired of like trying to like explain it to people because like that's where I'm at. Hard stop. Like I'm saying it, but I'm not in the space of explanation anymore mm-hmm. because I've done that. We've tried that. We've tried grace. We've tried nurturing. We've tried um, sitting down. We've tried marching. We've tried walking quietly. Now it might be time for some fire. Where is your fire? And that's how we get the book of names. And that is how we get the motherfucking book of names. Okay, and we get all of our power, mm-hmm. and we and we do and we live this life. And and and, and again. It wasn't necessarily just about getting the power to be able to do some hot shit. It's about getting the power to protect ourselves mm-hmm. and just remain and, and be able to sustain the life that we have already. You know what I mean? Like, And, and again, I feel like we've seen that conversation happen a lot um, where people talk about, like, what if black people wanted, re- you know, white people's fears that black people want revenge. I think the world's fear is that black women want revenge because... Mm-hmm. Everyone has wronged us. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody Everyone has, is trying to quell us. Everybody has done us dirt. So it's like, you know, now we're all saying like, no. And I think it's also going to be like amazing to see, you know, Kamala's response to COVID when she mm-hmm. is able to be, you know, make... Because can we keep it a band? Can we keep it a band? Mm-hmm. Can we keep it all the way 100? Yeah. Who's really the president? And on that note... <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> We're going to finally wrap up episode two. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for listening to us drone on about the dumpster fire that was 2020. And we leave you with a note to survive. And we're so excited to have you guys join us in 2021 and become a part of the No Chaser family. Send us questions. Send us things that you want us to talk about. Send us booze. because And weed. (laughs) And weed. Bundles. Send us all. Like, be a present. Right. Be a gift. Be a gift to black women and not stress. All right, y'all. It's your girl, Gabby. And it's Amber. And as always, trust black women. Bye. Actually, like the song. Yeah. You like the song?